Life is uncertain. It's okay to feel stressed, anxious, worried, or frustrated. It's normal. With CalHOPE's free and secure mental health resources, it's easy to get the help you and your loved ones need when you need it the most. Call our warm line at 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. And welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for being with me here today. I just want to express uh, that I know everyone is feeling anxious, feeling uncertain, feeling fearful, and financial pressures are mounting with this COVID-19 and the quarantine that we're all under as we experience this temporary um, pandemic and just the daily stressors are, are mounting. And I really want to bring to you today just some basic strategies that you can use to begin to just calm yourself and to find a place of, of peace and strength. And so with me today, I have the perfect guest. Her name is Dr. Susan Shumsky. And Dr. Susan Shumsky has dedicated her life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective, powerful, positive ways. She is a best-selling author of 17 books in English and 34 books in foreign languages. She has won 31 prestigious book awards, and she is a pioneer in the human potential field. She has taught meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition to thousands worldwide for decades. Dr. Shumsky is a highly respected spiritual teacher, award-winning author, and founder of Divine Revelation, a unique field-proven technology for contacting the divine presence, hearing, testing the inner voice, and receiving clear divine guidance. So we have a very powerful teacher, spiritual teacher with us today, and she has two new books, The Big Book of Chakras and Third Eye Meditations, and so we're hoping to learn a little bit about those two amazing books, and so just thank you so much for being here with me today, Dr. Shumsky. I am thrilled to be here with you today, Dr. Erica. I can't wait to speak with you. 
Okay, and so why don't we, I know I have a lot of questions because I'm, I practice meditation and as I was telling you, I'm fairly new within the year and I'm learning so many different styles of meditation and kinds of meditation and so I just wanted maybe share with my listeners how did you come to have this passion of study for meditation because it, you have been doing this for a long time. Well, you know, it was the 1960s, and I was a hippie. I was a flower child in the 60s. I was living in the San Francisco Bay Area. And those of us who were flower children, we were seeking higher consciousness. We were looking for altered states of consciousness. And our gurus at that time were Timothy Leary and Richard Alpert, who later became Ram Dass. They wrote a book called The Psychedelic Experience. And that particular book uh, told us that we should turn on, tune in, and drop out. So that's what I was attempting to do. And also, they promised that if we would take LSD, that we could reach these higher states of consciousness, that we could reach nirvana. And I was seeking nirvana. I was really looking for that. Uh, but I found LSD was not the way. In fact, for me, it was the opposite <laughs> of that. But I still was seeking nirvana. So I was reading books like Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. I was reading the Buddhist scriptures. I was reading The Way of Zen and other books by Alan Watts. And in Alan Watts' books, it said that you have to find a quote-unquote meditation guide well, in 1966 in Berkeley, California, you didn't exactly go to the yellow pages and look up meditation guide or anything remotely similar. So I asked a friend, you know, how do I find this meditation guide? And he said, well, have you ever tried to meditate by yourself? And I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. So I lay down on my bed. That's how clueless I was, Dr. Erica. I didn't know you're even <laughs> supposed to sit up when you meditate. I lay on my bed and I sort of prayed for or asked for a quote-unquote meditation. And immediately I was propelled into this ecstatic state. I could feel this cord or rush of energy rushing from the tips of my toes all the way to the top of my head. And I felt like I was plugged into this cosmic electric socket, but in a most ecstatic way. And by the way, without drugs or any stimulants whatsoever. And so I figured, well, I guess this is meditation. I didn't know. I didn't know any better. Little did I know that not only did I have my first meditation experience, but also kundalini awakening all at the same time. Wow. It was kind of amazing. So uh, it wasn't too long after that that a friend took me to the Transcendental Meditation Center. And there was a building. There was no teacher. <laughs> there was a building. And there was a picture of the guru up on the wall. And when I saw the picture of the guru, the, the spiritual teacher of this teaching, I uh, could feel this energy just pouring from his eyes, from, from his entire being. I could just sense this amazing energy and this divine love. Wow. And so it was wafting over me, and I was feeling waves of bliss. And I thought, well, this is where I'm going to learn real meditation. So... It, it was quite a long time. I had to wait another nine months before the teacher ever came to the, <laughs> to the center to teach meditation. But that was during the summer of love, 1967, where I learned transcendental meditation. 
then I ended up studying with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who was the founder of Transcendental Meditation. And I ended up being on his personal staff for six years. Wow. And I lived in his various ashrams for over two decades, actually. That's amazing. It it takes some people lifetimes or never to get to a place where it seems like you started. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So (laughs) let me ask you this. What's the... What's the difference between the transcendental meditation and the third eye meditation? Or I don't okay, know. Okay, so it... transcendental meditation is a particular method of meditation that Maharishi founded, and um, it uses a mantra. A mantra is a Sanskrit word or group of words that's either chanted or repeated in the mind. And in the case of transcendental meditation, it's repeated in the mind. And it helps the person who's meditating to achieve higher consciousness, to experience deep, deep relaxation and inner peace and unbounded awareness and ecstasy, really inner bliss. So it's a, it works. It's a great form of meditation. I don't practice it anymore, but I did practice it for over two decades. Wow. And what led you to begin doing the third eye meditations and maybe speak a little bit about what is the third eye and what what that type of meditation is like. Yeah, so um, I uh, started doing another form of meditation called Divine Revelation. And my first book, um, like you said, I have 18 books in print. Uh, The first book was called Divine Revelation which is the method that I teach. It's a different method than transcendental meditation. I liked it better, so I started teaching it, and I started writing books about it. And in that form of meditation, it's really based upon one principle, and that is ask, and it shall be given unto you. So it's about asking and receiving uh, from spirit with a capital S, and it's also about receiving divine guidance, wisdom, inspiration, healing, uh, having dialogues with spirit, being able to ask questions and receive answers to your questions, to your concerns, uh, receiving highest wisdom, and also having a direct connection with spirit, with a capital S, in a very personal way, where you are uh, being fed with divine love and divine light and divine grace and divine blessings. It's, It's really very personal, and it's a very wonderful experience of pure love. So I liked it better than Transcendental Meditation, although I think Transcendental Meditation is a great method, and I do recommend it to people. But uh, So you're asking about but, third eye. Okay, so third eye meditation. Yeah, and let me, ask, wait, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah, is when you say spirit with a capital S, is that the same as the Holy Spirit? Yes, it is. Like a, a, a fact. Okay. It is. Okay. <laughs> it is precisely Good. the Holy Spirit, actually. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. Tell us about the third eye. So I, I wrote a, my most recent book is called Third Eye Meditations. And it is a specific uh, book for people to experience meditation in a completely effortless way. Uh, it uses a method called guided meditation. And guided meditation is a way that you uh, just 
follow the instructions. And it's a wonderful type of meditation because the mind is engaged in the instructions. So people who complain about, oh, you know, I have a monkey mind. Oh, I can't meditate. Oh, this is impossible for me to meditate. Other people can, but I can't. Anybody can do guided meditation because all you do is follow, follow the instructions step by step and it leads you step by step into meditation. So uh, this particular book, Third Eye Meditations, is filled with guided meditations, affirmations, prayers, and mantras that you can practice and that helps you to experience these higher states of consciousness. But it does more than that. This book actually... It deals with many different uh, problems and concerns in your life. And what I'll do is just read the chapter titles and you'll, then you'll understand what actually it goes into. Uh, so what we're doing with this book is we're opening the doorway to different experiences. So the first chapter, open the doorway to infinite consciousness. The second chapter, open the doorway to guided meditation. And then it goes on through these chapters, uh, open to divine love and light, to forgiveness and gratitude, to inner strength and protection, to wow. inner peace and contentment, to meaningful relationships, to a purposeful, authentic life, to health and energy, to meaningful abundance, to real power and true success, to universal love to ecological balance, to world peace, to intuition and wisdom, to wholeness and oneness, to spiritual lifting, and to ascension. Open the doorway to ascension. So each of these doorways are opened as you go through the book and you experience these various meditations. That, that and you, uh, that's all of, that all of those chapters covers a need a human need, I think, yes. that we all have, and, and, and especially right now in this moment of time. And so each chapter provides a guided meditation to focus on that area. Each of the chapters provides at least one, usually several, meditations for each of those. They fall under each of those topics. They will be meditations, affirmations, prayers, or mantras. And you can either... How you can use the book is you either just read it and go and have the experience that way, but even better is to take the meditations that you want to use, that you want to experience, and record them, speak them in your own voice, record them onto a, a device, and then sit down, get really comfortable, and uh, start the playback, and then close your eyes and just follow the instructions as it guides you in your own voice will guide you into the deep meditation. But also, Dr. Erica, the book is also available as an audio book. So you don't have to necessarily record it yourself. You can just get the audio book. I love that. That is perfect. That is perfect because that is typically what most people are looking for, something to help guide them in their meditation, something that it's right to what their core need is and Absolutely. they could either tape it themselves because they have the word by word or have it played for them that's exactly. okay 
Okay, on that note, let me take a quick break and we'll be right back with Dr. Shumsky. Hello and welcome back to part two. I have Dr. Shumsky with me and I mean she has dedicated her life to the practice of meditation, prayer, affirmations, and intuition and just have taught thousands worldwide and I am just so excited about her books, The Third Eye Meditations, which is pretty much um, prayer, meditation, guided meditation that you can do on your own or that you can provide is provided in an audio format and she just makes it so easy and I know right now we are all struggling with repositioning in our repositioning ourselves like how are things going to be different once this quarantine has ended in um Dr. Shumsky's books really provide a good place to start in really looking within to find really where your next steps might be. And so what I'd like you to do is talk a little bit about how does meditation in the forms of meditation you teach really tap into that intuition? Well, meditation is probably the fastest way for you to develop your intuition. But in order for that to happen, uh, you have to do something that people normally don't do when they go into deep meditation. And that is to ask. As I said earlier, everything that I teach is based upon one principle, and that is ask and it shall be given unto you. So when you're in that deep meditative state, you can ask. In fact, you can even ask to be taken into the deep meditative state in the first place. You can call upon a divine being, uh, such as Holy Spirit or another divine being that you wish to call upon, and ask to go into deep meditation, ask to be taken deeper, ask specific questions that you want answers to. For example, you can ask for advice about various things that you have problems in your life. You can ask for healing, for inspiration. You can ask uh, about, for example, you could say, what is the highest wisdom for me to do about this problem I'm having with my spouse, this problem I'm having with my children, you know, whatever you want, wish to ask spirit for during the meditation when you're in the deep meditative state. And then you just take a big deep breath and you do what I call the do-nothing program. That means do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. And then the answer will come to you. It will occur to you. It will either come as a vision, as some words, or as a feeling. Vision would be clairvoyance, seeing with the inner eye. Or it could be clairaudience, which is you're hearing the words that are coming into your mind. Or clairsentience, you're getting a gut feeling about it. So everything that I teach with, with regards to intuition is about receiving intuition at will by asking for it. It just seems so easy. It, <laughs> it seems so, so easy. easy. And, and I really, I want people to know that. I want people to hear how easy it is because I think that meditation seems to be this big, you know, 
I don't know, maybe like a secret or you need a secret connection or you have to have some type of spiritual, you know, connectedness and you really are, you are it. You're, you're breathing, you're going within and just asking. I mean, how simple can that, how simple is it's, that? Yeah, it really is simple. <laughs> Meditation <laughs> and intuition are skills that you can develop. Just like anything in life, when you want to learn something new, you have to practice at it. You have to learn it. First of all, meditation and intu intuition are teachable, learnable things. You have to understand that first. You don't need some kind of special skill or some previous training or anything. Uh, it's, it's something that can be done. It can be learned. And anyone can learn it. It's like if you're wanting to play the piano or learn a foreign language, you have to learn how to do it. And also it requires practice. So I'm talking especially about intuition. I'm not talking about meditation. Anybody can, can use the guided meditations in my book. Uh, uh, the book is called Third Eye Meditations. It's just one of my books. I have lots of books about med meditation, but so anyone can do the meditation, but as far as receiving guidance and, and getting good at intuition, developing your clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient abilities, that does take practice. So I recommend that you practice just as you would practice when you're learning anything else new. So practice, practice, practice every day. And by the way, don't be afraid to make a mistake. It's very important that you understand that in the beginning, when you're learning to play the piano, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. It's not going to sound very harmonious. People are not going to want to listen to you play the piano in the beginning when you're trying to learn. Similarly, when you're learning to get good at intuition, it's important for you to practice and trust what you're getting and see what happens when you follow the guidance that you're getting. Don't be afraid to make a mistake because... You know, with anything new, you're going to make some mistakes. And then you'll get better and better at it. It takes a little time. It takes a little practice to get really good at intuition. Now, is there a certain length of time? Because sometimes um, I think people think you have to meditate for a certain, like, 30 minutes to be able to get deep into your, you know, intuition or deep into your meditation. Is there a certain time limit or a certain time that they have to, you know, meditate or focus before they can go deep into their consciousness or into their intuition? It depends on the individual. Uh, it's a very individual thing. Some people can go into deep, very deep meditation very quickly. Some people it takes a little longer. Uh, taking okay. some deep breaths really helps. And also asking really helps. Calling upon a specific divine being by name and asking. Ask to be taken deeper. You might say something like, Spirit, take me deeper. Or, okay. you know, Jesus, take me deeper. Or Lord Krishna, take me deeper. You know, whatever divine being you wish to call upon, they will assist you in going deeper. So, no, there's no specific length of time that's required for anything. <laughs> It's just a matter of individual preference, individual taste. If you want to meditate for five minutes, great. If you want to meditate for like 20 minutes, great. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the important thing is to have the experience. So when you're having the experience of 
deep rest, relaxation, and inner peace, yeah, you're 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 doing well in meditation. <laughs> yeah. And you can definitely, I know for me, you can definitely feel just a rejuvenation. I mean, exactly. even if it's just 15 minutes. I mean, mm-hmm. that inner rest is is really um it makes a lot of difference even though it seems to be a short period of time. That's um, correct. One thing I want you to share is this idea of the energy because I know in in your second book or the other new book you have the big book of chakras and chakra healing you talk about just the human energy field and how in our minds and in our meditation we can shift that energy. And so can you speak a little bit about that? Uh, Yes, um, I'd love to, Dr. Erica. So life force energy. In India, they call it prana. In China, they call it chi. And in Japan, they call it ki. So this life force energy is a powerful energy. It is life itself, actually. It's what's keeping you alive. In the ancient scriptures of India and the Upanishads, it is said that when prana, this life force energy, when prana is in the body, that is what is defined as life. And when prana leaves the body, that is what is defined as death. So prana gives you motion. It gives you heat. It gives you life. You are walking upright because of prana. If you were to dissect a corpse, however, you would not find prana anywhere. (laughs) It is actually in another dimension, and it is in your subtle body and not in your gross physical body. So we have this physical body, and then we have several layers of our subtle body as well. We have a vital energy layer consisting of prana and this life force energy flowing and keeping you alive. So we have the the vital energy body. We also have a mental and emotional body. That's where your senses are, and that's how you experience the world. And then we have uh, intellect and ego body, and then we also have a causal body, and we have higher bodies as well, Uh, I am body, God body. We have various, we are multidimensional beings. We live in various dimensions at the same time and we have this this subtle body this energy field it's called the aura by some people call it the aura and uh, that is permeates and pervades and surrounds our physical body so we have these subtle layers to the subtle body and so- uh, the chakra system is in that particular layer of the subtle body called the pranamaya kosha or it's called the vital energy body kind of last words of of wisdom or guidance to give my listeners as we kind of wrap up our interview i just feel yeah. like there's so much you know there is so much uh right now people are very uncertain about their future uh it's a we're in a state of suspension right now where people really don't know what's going to happen. And they're very worried about things like their finances and, you know, what the future is going to bring. 
So in my opinion, the most essential vital skill for everyone to develop at this time is intuition. Because without intuition, you may, your life may not be saved. <laughs> in other words, if you have intuition developed, and if you're able to ask specific questions and receive divine guidance and be willing to trust that guidance and follow that guidance, it could save your life, literally. I mean, the most mundane questions like, is it highest wisdom for me to go to the grocery store today, could be the difference between life and death. <laughs> so it's You're really important right. that we ask really mundane questions of our higher self and learn how to receive clear answers, learn how to listen to the still small voice within, which is our intuitive voice, and be guided by spirit in everyday life. And in that way, we can know how to provide for ourselves and for our family. What is highest wisdom for, to, for us to do? And the best guidance and the best advice that we can get, which is from our higher self, which is so much smarter than our ego. It knows exactly what is highest wisdom for us. And if we learn how to uh, develop this dialogue between ourselves and our higher self, then we'll feel so much confidence going forward. We'll know that we're on the right track, making the wisest decisions, and, and that we'll be safe and happy, and the best will come to us. So that's why intuition is so very important. I do recommend another book that I've written called Awaken Your Divine Intuition, which will help you step-by-step step to develop this higher awareness and this ability to receive clear divine guidance and to trust it and follow it and where can we find your books well my books are sold anywhere books are sold obviously people mostly get their books from amazon or barnes and noble or target those are the big booksellers online you know but uh you know why not get it from your local bookstore how about we support our local bookstores at this point that would be a really good idea get the book from a bookstore because they need the business right now. And um, my website is drsusan.org, drsusan.org. And I also have another website, please visit, which is divinetravels.com. That's plural on the travels, D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S, divinetravels.com, where you can learn about the amazing tours, sacred destinations and cruise ship conferences at sea that i produce so check that out as well yeah thank you so exactly. much thank you dr erica thanks for inviting me i really enjoyed speaking with you today okay take care thanks for listening to master your mind with dr erica we will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week. At Arizona State University, we are committed to our students' success. That's why our online educational experience is unmatched. You'll access our state-of-the-art adaptive learning technology that fosters innovative thinking and inspires collaboration with faculty and peers. Explore more than 300 world-class programs offered online 
all designed to empower our students to become the next generation of critical thinkers and innovators. Visit asuonline.asu.edu.